KWCOFM HD1, Chickasha. It's time for news. Fair and 63. Good morning. George Plummer in with Cool 105.5 News. Today, Tuesday, August 29th. News brought to you by the First National Bank and Trust and CK Energy. Sunshine today and looking for afternoon highs right around 90. Miko school officials take quick action after a social media post threatened violence against the district. The story coming up in today's Cool News. Hey neighbor, you've got locks on your doors, but what's the status of your digital security? Let our bankers at the First National Bank and Trust Company introduce you to six important services to protect you from data thieves. Drop by and let us tell you about them, including free services like SecureLock, which lets you get instant notifications every time your card is used. This gives you priceless peace of mind about activity on your debit card. The First National Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Minko Schools brought in extra security yesterday after a TikTok video threatened violent acts against the district. Superintendent Kevin Sims says he was notified by parents Sunday evening about the threat, indicating something could happen yesterday, as well as at the next home football game. Sims reached out to Grady County Deputy Sheriff Chris Velarde, who was just hired to serve as Minko's uh, district resource officer this year. Velarde and other investigators quickly had a 14-year-old suspect in custody. Sims said the boy lived in Minko but didn't go to school there. Grady County Sheriff Gary Bogus said the teen was taken to the Grady County Jail overnight and was held on a complaint of domestic terrorism. The teen did go before a judge yesterday afternoon. The judge ordered the teen held in a juvenile detention facility until his next court appearance, which is scheduled for September the 12th. Sims said the school officials will be looking at protocol as it relates to attending athletic events over the next few days. The next home football game is September 15th, and Sims said they will be stepping up security. We're going to have, uh, in addition to a couple of deputies, we're going to have three highway patrol officers here. So we are up picking the security quite a bit for that game. Sims did thank the sheriff's office and other law enforcement groups for their quick response to that threat. Consumer spending at Grady County retail outlets hit the highest level in more than two years this past May. It's estimated that more than $10 million in taxable goods and services were purchased that month. That's the highest level since before 2021. Consumer spending was up 14% from the previous month and up 9.7% from the same period a year ago. We estimate consumer spending when we see the sales tax revenues for Grady County. The most recent report from the Grady County Clerk's Office shows the county received $780,000 as a result of the county's three-fourths of a penny sales tax. The areas which benefit from the sales tax include the Grady County Fairgrounds, which received $260,000. Grady Memorial Hospital picked up $230,000. The 20-county fire district shared $130,000, so each one received about $6,500. The seven senior nutrition centers also shared $130,000. Each one picked up $18,000. Tuttle EMS collected $24,000. Rush Springs EMS about $6,000. Cool news time, 8.05. More news coming right up. From geothermal to solar and wind generation. New options of electricity delivery and use are a reality and a fixture of our future. The same can be said of electric vehicles. To help with the electric vehicle transition, 
CK Energy will install a 50 amp breaker and a plug for free for any CK Energy consumer who adds an electric vehicle. Helping adjust to new technologies with the community and consumers in mind, CK Energy. Grady County authorities are looking for a suspected arsonist. A warrant for the arrest of 62-year-old Kathleen Annette Raiden of Tuttle was issued yesterday. Online court records indicate she's facing three felony charges, which include fourth-degree arson, second-degree burglary, and malicious injury to property. KSWO-TV cites documents which allege Raiden broke into a Tuttle home back in May and caused about $4,000 in damage. She's also accused of pouring paint thinner around the home and turning on a gas stove in an attempt to start a fire. The legendary tales of bank robber Jesse James will come back to life in cement next week. The community will hold its annual Jesse James Festival. The town does have a Jesse James Museum and a visitor center, which is open year-round. The festival is set for Saturday, September 9th. It will include a Wild West show, live music, food trucks, and a car show. Also, the Cement Fire Department will be holding a benefit hamburger and hot dog dinner that day at the fire station, and they'll accept any donations. Checking energy prices, crude oil on the New York Mercantile Exchange back over $80 a barrel to $80.10. London-based Brent crude, $84.42. Natural gas, $2.58 per million BTUs. Gold is $1,951 and silver is $24.71. Our weather forecast calling for cool mornings and afternoon highs right around 90 for the next few days as we close out the month of August. Right now, we do have a few clouds, and it's 63 in Chickasha. Seven minutes after 8 o'clock, Cool 105.5 Sports, next. Charles Allen Ford in Chickasha has electric vehicles. Have you experienced the power of driving an electric vehicle? Are you looking for a Ford Lightning truck or Mustang Mach-E? Buy one today and receive a charger for free. We have two Lightnings and one Mach-E to choose from. That's right. You buy the vehicle, we buy the charger. Come let us help you today at Charles Allen Ford in Chickasha. Right place, right attitude, right price. In sports, Chickasha and Tuttle High School softball teams met for the second time in a week last night, and the Tigers complete a regular season sweep of their district foes. Tuttle scored a 19-0 win to keep CHS winless on the season and keep the Tigers undefeated in District 4A2 play. Tuttle now 9-0 in the league, and they only have three more district games remaining. Also in district play last night, Bridge Creek defeated Anadarko 14-0. The Bobcats remain in third place in the district. They are at 5-1. CHS volleyball team on the road today. They'll be heading down to play Oklahoma School for the Deaf, CHS number 16 this week in the Class 3A rankings. District 4A3 softball, going back to softball, Newcastle remains unbeaten for the season after they beat McLeod 4-1 yesterday. The Racers 13-0 overall, 5-0 in the league. And Blanchard blanked Hera 12-0. The Lions are 5-1 in district play, just one game behind Newcastle. Verdon picked up its 13th win of the year with a 9-4 win over Alec. Ampo falls to Hydra Weekly 9-1. And Surreal ran away from Nittercaw 19-1. Minko scored a 4-0 district win over Dibble. High school baseball yesterday, Verdon and Binger only went extra innings. The Bobcats surged to a 15-9 win, and Canute edged out Union City 4-3. 
The USAO soccer teams take the long road trip to Hillsborough, Kansas for games with Tabor College this evening. It's a nearly 250-mile trip to Hillsborough in central Kansas, about an hour north of Wichita on I-35. Our cool news, weather and sports this morning brought to you by CK Energy and the First National Bank and Trust.